We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Hello and welcome into Mizzou. That's who your favorite podcast for Mizzou Athletics here on Kansas City Sports Network. I am your host, Tucker Franklin, here with Gabe Diarmond and Maggie Johnson, as always. And there's kind of a little bit to talk about uh, surrounding Mizzou Athletics as well. You got KU basketball, uh, KUMU basketball coming up uh, this weekend. You've obviously got all the Mizzou football bowl games. You've got who Mizzou wants to play, who they don't want to play, reports like that. And we're going to spend most of the time, all the time actually, talking about Mizzou football. We're going to have an episode later in the week talking about Mizzou basketball. There's already a preliminary kind of Mizzou KU uh, look ahead on this Mizzou audio channel. If you are listening to this on the uh, on whatever audio platform you're looking for or on the KCSNU YouTube page, there is a video up already of Jared Sutton, Jeff Hawkins talking about KUMU basketball coming up. I'll be excited for that one, but... <laughs> Let's get to kind of the um, the topic of discussion around probably all of college football on Friday and I think even probably still now, Saturday on to, to today on Monday when we're recording this. Uh, there was a report that came out from uh, Brett McMurphy, college football reporter for the Action Network. I will read verbatim. So this is a this is a bold preview that came out. I believe it was Friday morning uh, that this uh, story came out. It was either Friday morning, Thursday night. Regardless, came out before the championship games were played um, on on last weekend. It says the border war between Missouri and Kansas has been dormant since 2011, but there was an opportunity for the iconic rivalry to resume in the Liberty Bowl this month. There was just one problem. Missouri didn't want to play Kansas, so the matchup will not happen in an industry source told Action Network. The Jayhawks, who are making their first bowl appearance since 2008, were not opposed to playing the Tigers in a bowl, sources said. Schools provide their bowl preferences and the conferences... Bulls and schools usually come together to an agreement of whatever's possible. It's not unusual for schools to request not playing certain opponents in the postseason, sources said. The Liberty Bowl is one of three that matches the SEC versus Big 12 opponents. The other two are the Sugar and Texas Bulls. Missouri and Kansas are both 6-6. Six and six. Quote, a 6-6 six and six team dictating who they don't want to play in a bowl, an industry source said. What a world. What a world. Gabe, I want to start with you. First reactions to the report on uh, the day, the, the report that shook the world, we should call it. Well, I, I think sometimes we overestimate like the how widespread this stuff is because we're online and like That's people fair. tweet about it a lot in my message board. Like, I don't think in general, many people actually care that much about this um, it, widespread. Like if you would get outside of the bubble of little Mizzou fandom, you know, Um my first reaction was, well, this will be fun. This gives us something to talk about, right? Um, and look, like, my favorite line to quote all the time about what I do and what Brett McMurphy does and all this is uh, is the editor of the Washington Post, Ben Bradley, once said, how often do we print lies every day because we print what people tell us? I, I mean, mm -hmm. Brett said, a source told me this. I am a hundred percent sure that Brett McMurphy did not make that up on his own. A source told him that, and I'm sure it was a reputable source. Missouri is saying it's not true. 
obviously one of those two sides is probably lying. Which side? I I don't know. I think I care about this whole story the least of the three of us. I it just yeah. I, I don't care. It does, I I said on this show two weeks ago I wouldn't play KU. I I don't see the upside for it. If you have another option, go do that. That's why I would have liked the Las Vegas Bowl. Now, I think what happened is that Missouri didn't really want to play in the Liberty Bowl. I don't think their reasons given necessarily were we don't want to play KU. Everything they have said is we want a bowl game before Christmas. And Drink said this morning, we talked to him on a Zoom. He said, look, I'd love to be in the national title game or a New Year's Six Bowl. But once you get past that, I mean, the Liberty Bowl, the Vegas Bowl, the Gasparilla Bowl, does anybody, nobody's going to know who won any of them in, in a month. So who really cares? Um, so, look, I get why some fans are upset and wanted this game and all that. And if that's Missouri's decision to not do that, then I guess I get why they're mad at Missouri. But I, I think two things can be true. They didn't want to play in the Liberty Bowl, and they maybe didn't ever specifically say, we don't want to play KU. You know, I, I mean, there's room for both of those. I feel like there were rumors for a lot of things going on. So, like, one of the big things we obviously all heard was that uh, Mizzou opens against Kentucky for uh, SEC basketball at home. Like, we heard that. We heard they didn't want they wanted to play before Christmas. We heard they didn't want to play in Memphis again. I think... There's a lot of things that could have attributed to them not wanting to play in the Liberty Bowl. Um, I saw fans, whenever people were predicting that, being like, oh, I don't want to go to Memphis again. Like, we went to Memphis a few years ago. We'd like to go somewhere else. Here's also a thing that a lot of people don't know about SEC bowl games. That money is split evenly between all the schools. So I'm pretty sure that the Liberty Bowl is worth more than the Gasparilla Bowl, but it doesn't matter. As long as the SEC fills that bowl, that doesn't matter. I think that that is something a lot of fans didn't understand, and it was kind of talked about, um, especially amongst KU fans. They were like, well, why would you turn down a $6 million bowl to go to this bowl? It doesn't matter. If any KU fans are listening, it doesn't matter. My biggest thing was, and I tweeted, and I, like I was telling Tucker and Gabe before this podcast started, it was probably my worst day on Twitter that I've maybe had ever. Um, just in terms of nonstop, um, <laughs> the, the, the things that were said to me were there were some not nice things about basically everything about me. Um, but I just don't see it being like a scare thing. Like, I agree with you, Gabe. We talked about on the podcast. I don't think that it would have helped us to play Kansas at all in the bowl game. I don't think that it would have like pushed us further ahead in anything that we're trying to achieve. So, I mean, I agree. I didn't really want to play them. Do I think, though, that Mizzou and, like, our team and our coaching staff is scared to play Kansas? I mean, Kansas has won one game since October 1st. I don't necessarily think that it's because Mizzou was scared. I, I wouldn't use that word. And that's the word that was used. My first impression was it, it was just embarrassing, to be honest, when that comes out. And, I mean, I know you said, Gabe, not far outside of our – like our bubble maybe knew about it. I got texts from people all over the country about it. I mean, <laughs> California to Florida, um, South Carolina, I mean, everywhere. So it was, it was something that, you know, you, you just, we've talked about this before too. I just like love Mizzou so much. So when you get any type of publicity like that, especially if you don't know if it's true or not, I just think that that's kind of a, you just hate to, you hate to see it. Yeah, I, I think the embarrassing word is a very good word to use. Uh, I was in Dallas, Texas for the Big 12 championship around Kansas State fans. So, you you know, I had a great day um, after that <laughs> got uh, yeah, that got reported. Uh, yeah, I think my general reaction was, you know, I wasn't surprised that like if that was reported and if that report was true, wouldn't have been surprised because literally us on a podcast a week ago said those exact same things like it doesn't make sense for Mizzou to play Kansas at, for the program if they win yeah you're supposed to win which I had Kansas fans take like they're like wait well, you're not you're not supposed to win that game and it was just like they're two oh, they would be favored games. in that game yeah and I'm like okay guys you don't understand uh, but okay let's keep moving on I know this is the first time you watch football in 12 years but keep <laughs> keep it moving um 
I think that the problem that I had, and I don't think this is the university's fault at all. I, th- I think that this was probably outside of the university's control, right, of a, rep- of a source saying something, uh, whether that source was anywhere, right? It's hard hard to say, but, like, saying the quiet part out loud is tough, right? You know, Mizzou fans, we didn't want to play. Like, I think all three of us said, yeah, playing Kansas is a no-win situation for Mizzou, but to have a source say that the people in the building are thinking the same thing, is one of those things it's just like it's a tough it's a tough one to swallow it's a little embarrassing you want obviously to hear all the time that our team's not scared of anybody we want to go play anywhere play any place play anywhere any opponent as Drinkwitz tweeted out uh, hours after the report was done as he was flying over the Liberty Bowl but I do think there were several factors into not wanting to play into the Liberty Bowl Um, the basketball one I think might be I, I don't love that like claim that people are making. Yeah, I don't know if that's true I, or not. Maybe I don't is, love but... it either. It could be, but here's the thing that I get caught up on. The Big 12 championship was Saturday, right? Kansas State also had a home basketball game that same day. Um, those two things happened just fine together, by the way. Um, I know you can't move a championship game, but still, uh, those two things coexisted at the same time. It is possible for those to happen. Um, but yes, well, I, I, do... I don't necessarily love that. I do know Missouri didn't like last year playing the bowl game on the same night as bragging rights. And I think the issue with the Liberty bowl and the Kentucky game is more that it was at the exact same time, you know, so like people couldn't really even watch both. I don't, again, I haven't talked to Desiree. I don't know if that was actually a thing that like people said that was a thing, but I don't know if anybody from Missouri has, has said that or not. It, It might be, I don't know. Well, I, I'm going to be honest with you, too. So, obviously, Bragging Rights is on the 22nd, and the bowl game's on the 23rd. If it's in terms of, like, they're saying it because of in-person attendance, I am holding up my end of the bargain, and I have a 5 a.m. flight to the Gasparilla Bowl. So, I just want everybody to know that I'm going to Bragging Rights at 8 p.m. on the 22nd, and I'm flying out at 5 a.m. on the 23rd. Wow. But that's not going to be easy for a lot of people to do. Um, I probably wouldn't be doing it if I didn't make a promise on this podcast for all <laughs> 500, 500 listeners. <laughs> Maybe we have. I don't know. Um, but I I don't know. I, I agree. It maybe might not be the best excuse. But if, I would bet you that Desiree and some other people would like to be at both events. Oh, sure. sure. Yeah, yeah, no question. Um, but I just, I don't know. We, we, we don't know what's true. We're not ever going to know what's true. Um, you know, they said what they said, whoever they is, um, you know, whether that was Kansas people, the Liberty Bowl, who knows? I mean, but again, Brett McMurphy clearly knows people with these bowls. He's like Nostradamus of predicting the bowl matchups. He, clearly talks to some people. So somebody told him that and that's fine. And Missouri said, here's, you know, I mean, Drinkwood said, okay, ask me questions about it. Uh, here we go. I know what we're going to talk about. So ask me. So I asked him and he answered and whatever. I wrote what he said and I don't yeah. really care which one of them's telling the truth, to be honest with you. Well, Gabe, I, I have that answer. Oh, 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 okay. I have that answer that we can listen to it right now. This was after you asked him about, uh, the whole reports, dodging KU. Here's what Drinkwitz had to say. You know, I realize that bowl selection process is different from conference to conference. And if you haven't been in a bowl game in, I don't know, 12, 15 years, maybe that thing's changed for you. And so maybe that the way that's done at other places is different. Um, we submit preferences uh, to the, to the uh, uh, conference um, based on a lot of different factors. Um, what's best for our university? what's best for our fan base, what's best for our student athletes. Uh, and we don't really factor anybody else in that. Um, we, we factor what's best for our fan base, uh, what's best for our student athletes, and what's best for our athletic department. And, you know, uh, we take any bowl game that they'll give us and, um, and whatever matchup they give us, they give us. You know, last year we got uh, the uh, Armed Forces Bowl and uh, – you know, this year we get the Gasparilla Bowl. And if I got to pick, I'd have picked the national championship. But that's not how it works. So, you know, all the Twitter hate and, and calling us out and fans getting up in an uproar, we'll figure that out uh, when a game is scheduled at Faroe Field. Uh, and I believe that's uh, September 
uh, Ryan, I think it's 6th, uh, 2025. Correct, sir. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see then. But until then, I can keep getting all the Twitter hate they want people from Kansas want to put on there. But don't phase me. Any. We'll see, see you on Fro Field. Buy your tickets early. I mean, <laughs> I I do love covering him because he just can't yeah. help it. He's gonna take. He's gonna be a smartass, and I love it. That's um, the thing, and that's fun. Like, uh, cool. I, stoke stoke the flames. I mean, again, at some point it's got to be backed up, but but it's fun. Um, and you know, hey, good deal. Take the shots. Uh, that's that's what makes this entertaining. The fact that he said process could have changed in 12 or 15 years if you haven't been to a bull game it was very good he said that and i was like yeah yeah i mean yeah he he got and him there uh, but- like like to i mean let's be honest he'd had that in the holster oh he was like whenever we do this bull stuff this is what i'm saying we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He had that in the notes of his phone. You know, he as soon no as his reports came out, he was right. Yeah, he, he was on a flight. So, you know, what else was he going to do? Try to think of good disc comebacks in, in his press conference, which I appreciate. I really do. I, I said that to a couple people that were uh, uh, like on me on Twitter. I was like, I know it, this is the first time you've watched football in a while, too. So, I mean, it's the be- it's the probably the best comeback Mizzou fans have, even though it's not like we won a bowl in a, in a while either. But uh at least i guess we've been there so we can say it but right. yeah i laughed pretty hard when i heard that i'm not gonna lie so uh kansas is taking on arkansas and then the, the liberty bowl missouri does get the Gasparilla bowl with uh the fighting demon dinkins of wake forest should be an interesting matchup i think that that's kind of a good matchup and a matchup we won't probably see again for another 50 years i don't know if they've met ever and never exactly. happened uh-uh. yeah. no. so and they're seven and five and they're seven the and last- five so that's true. The last time Missouri played Wake Forest, I was a, I believe I was a sophomore in college, and Tim Duncan, I thought, should have fouled out of that game. He did not, um, and Wake Forest won in the Hearn Center. They, we'll, we'll dive more into Wake Forest because I really thought the Wake Forest was going to be a pretty deep, a pretty solid and win the win the ACC this year. Uh, but they were kind of dealing with injuries with Sam Hartman. Uh, he had an injury coming into the season and everything like that. I'm curious to see who they have opt out, enter the transfer portal, all that, because transfer world did o- does open today when we're recording this podcast on December the 10th or December the 5th. That's weird. I was looking at the date and said 10th. Um, um, but anyway, Missouri having, I, I think, a drink would set in his press conference. He said, he, he said seven, but Missouri has nine players in the transfer portal. Yeah. Seven have entered after the season. Is that what we determined, Gabe? Is what it was two entered during the yeah, season? they're and and I don't know who's officially in or not in, but nine guys yeah. have said they're going to enter the portal. Um, he said today that they expect 12 to 14 total. Uh, some of those might wait for after the bowl game. Um, yeah. that obviously doesn't include you know Martez Manuel, um, mm-hmm. Isaiah McGuire, 
we already know we're not playing in this game. Uh, he said his bigger concern than the portal, at least for this game, is you know the 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 NFL guys and and guys that that could go to the draft and will they play this game? And and that is a big reason, honestly, that they wanted something before Christmas because however many kids are opting out now, it would have been more had they played five days later. Like that's not yeah. speculative. People have told me that. You know. And I think we talked about that. On one on our podcast a couple weeks ago too, when we were talking about the Vegas Bowl versus the Liberty Bowl, which we didn't talk a lot about the Gasparilla Bowl. I think that kind of came in later, right. but I think we talked about how the location um, might change people's minds a little bit. Absolutely, the time. So I think that playing in some place like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Stadium is a lot cooler than playing in the not so nice Liberty Bowl. So yeah, I think yeah, that we could. I see more players staying in and i think they said that everybody has practiced except for those people that opted out and entered the portal here's what what kind of bothers me about the whole conversation and it with the muku liberty bowl conversation too it's i don't understand when we decided that whatever happens we have to take one extreme side of it and dig in and refuse to admit that anything about the other side could possibly be okay. I mean, like I've seen so much. Well, we're clearly in a better spot in Tampa in in an NFL stadium and it's warm weather and Wake Forest is better. And obviously we made the right decision. I mean, but like there are people out there who say, yeah, this doesn't do anything for me. Like it's okay to, to say, Hey, there's some upside to this, but also there's some upside to the other stuff. I mean, you know, as I wrote in my column, can we quit pretending that the Gasparilla Bowl is a half step short of the college football playoff? <laughs> you know, right. I, I get that it's your team and whatever those guys say, you have to defend 100%. But also, these I mean, Maggie, you're flying to this game. You're going to Lambert at 2.30 in the morning or whatever to do it. It's I, I know what the plane tickets cost. I know what the hotel costs. You're going to spend $700 on this trip, minimum. You are building your life around 13 games for your team And your team is telling you, we don't care about one of them. We Mm. care so little about one of them that the key is to get it done as early as we possibly can. So the season is over. So that, oh, by the way, this game last year, we told our best player he probably shouldn't play. There's a lot of guys not playing now. I I just don't, it's like college football is sitting around every day going, Let's take one more thing away from them and see if they still like us. Oh, they still do. All right, let's take another thing away. And let's just see how many things we can take away and have them still like us. And again, like the fans don't think the Gasparilla Bowl doesn't matter. Like your team is playing. You only had 13 chances to watch them. You want to watch them and you want it to, you want them to give a good effort and you want them to win. You care more about this game than they do. And you're the ones financing it. That that sucks to me. And it, well, it's crazy because last year I kind of went into it. I was like, oh, all these people aren't playing. We had these injuries. It doesn't matter. But then people talk about it and they're like, well, you lost to Army. And I mean, for months people are like, well, you lost Army. You lost to Army. (laughs) So, yeah, I agree. The fans care way more. And it doesn't matter if you're a fan of our team or if you're a fan of another team because they're going to use it against you no matter what. I I don't know. It is – I agree with you that there are – you should be able to look at things kind of on both sides. Like, would I have rather went to a bowl game that I could drive to? Yeah. I mean, without a doubt, I would rather went to a bowl game I could drive to. Would I rather um, go to Tampa? Yeah, I'd rather go to Tampa. So, I mean, yeah, you've got to be able to look at things a little bit more, I guess, objectively instead of just, this is way better. Like, I can't believe that the Liberty Bowl is so beneath us. If somebody pees on you, you do not have to convince yourself it's rain. You know, like it just, and and I'm not, whatever, the gas, again, the Gasparilla Bowl is not the worst thing that could happen, but whatever, I don't care. I'm not even going, of course I don't care, but, you know, but I mean, uh, it it just, there's no, um, there's no way to look at things like rationally and understand that maybe, maybe there could be a couple sides to a story. 
I'm curious to this, Gabe. We we talked about this. You know, you've been talking about this for probably a couple weeks now about how Mizzou did want a game pre Christmas. Has that become a bigger issue now than it like has ever been? I don't remember ever really having a conversation about that until like now. Last year was the first time I heard anything about it. Um, and I don't know if that's a Drinkwitz thing. I don't know if it's because of the portal. And I, I think it probably has something to do with the early signing period. And the, I, I mean, opt-outs really didn't become a thing till about three years ago, I feel like, right? Nobody ever opted out of a game. I mean, you know, uh, it, I mean, if think about that 2007 season that was like, I, I think every Missouri fan would say that's the greatest season of my lifetime, right? Unless you're, 65 75 and maybe remember 1960 but most Missouri fans would say that's the greatest season of my lifetime if they had that exact same season now how many of those guys wouldn't have played the Cotton Bowl probably because ultimately that Cotton Bowl didn't matter and I know a couple Arkansas guys didn't you know um I can't I can't remember if McFadden played but uh their big yeah their big left tackle didn't play I think um, but overall, I mean, you know, I, I just saw Tony Temple uh, post something on Instagram a couple of days ago uh, for Pinkle's induction to the Hall of Fame. And he was talking about that game, you know, and like there's something to be said for that's a story Tony gets to tell for the rest of his life is setting the Cotton Bowl rushing record in a game that ultimately it did not matter. But right. I know guys on that team. I talked to one of them earlier this week and he said, I, I would never have I, I would never have not played. I would never have left. Like it wouldn't even have. And I understand times are different now, you know, but like, I just wonder if in 10 years, whatever Tyler Beatty does in the NFL, if he'll look back and go, I wonder if that would have been kind of cool to run for 200 yards and win a bowl game, you know? I'm kind of ran for 200 yards against Army. Um, yeah. Missouri, <laughs> Missouri definitely would have looked a whole lot different time. offensively. Yeah. yeah. Right. And how fun would it have been to see, um, you know, Brady Coke with, with Tyler Brady at that point, too, just to kind of see how the offense would have been a little bit different against uh, Army. Nevertheless, uh, we're on to the Gasparilla Bowl, and the Gasparilla Bowl does take place in Tampa, Florida. It's Friday, December 23rd. Um, I did think what was interesting in his in drinks comments is said, we'll take any bowl that's given to us, except one that's played after Christmas. We won't take those, but <laughs> we'll take we'll take any bowl but, game. But I mean, ultimately, had the SEC really wanted to say Missouri, you are playing in the Liberty Bowl, then they could have done it. They yeah. would have made us. And Missouri, Missouri would have shown up. You know, I assume the shell. And I think, Missouri. and I think fans would have shown up too. Um, we also talked about this a little bit before we went on about the attendance record. One of the top attendance, apparently Arkansas has a very high attendance record with the Liberty bowl. It wouldn't surprise me that they would put Arkansas in that game. It's about as close to Fayetteville as we are, as we are to Memphis. So, I mean, or at least I am in St. Louis. So it's not a big shock that they would put them in there. I do also want to point out though. So obviously I know ESPN doesn't pick who goes in any bowls either, but so the sun, I mean, they might, okay, okay. They might play a little bit of a role. They might play a little bit of a role. But um, the week before, so Sunday, so this would have been uh, the Sunday after Mizzou beat Arkansas, they put out their final bowl projections, I believe, for the regular bowl games, not for, you know, the New Year's Six Bowls. Kansas nor Missouri were slated by either of the two guys that do them to be in the Liberty Bowl. Neither of them. So that was another thing that was very weird to me is it's like if they really thought that Missouri was going to be in that bowl and play in that bowl against Kansas, don't you think that at least one of those guys would have at least one of those teams in there? I thought I just thought that that was kind of interesting. I tweeted that out because I thought that that was just something that kind of fed into the, what the Mizzou fans were saying about, oh, this was all made up. And I'm not obviously I don't think it was made up, but the scare, the scare, the scared thing may have been. My my favorite thing that I've seen about the Liberty Bowl, somebody tweeted that Arkansas and Kansas are playing for the correct pronunciation. So, like, I think it would be really cool if Kansas just had to be named like they were the Kansas Jayhawks for the next year. Ooh, yeah, I think that's what has to be done. Um, There's a lot of I think I saw something of someone said the winner has to play Missouri unless it's Kansas. I think that was McMurphy. I I think, yeah, Um, which. Great tweet, by the way. Uh, good tweet. It was. It was. Um, I, I understand p- 
people's frustration with how this looked with the university it didn't look great it was a bad look i think it's okay to admit that like it's a report right we don't know what's true all that can be true but you can still say hey that, once if that it's report online, is true though, it, once it's online everybody just assumes it's true exactly and you i just remember i was sitting in an in and out in dallas texas thinking oh my gosh like doesn't matter if it's true or if it's not I, this is a bad look. This looks bad. This looks bad on the university. It looks bad on Mizzou fans, even though Mizzou fans have nothing absolutely to do with it. It looks because I had people tweeting at me. Uh, I, I was getting, you know, chirps by like Kansas State fans. Like, don't you have a bowl games to dodge? Like, uh, what did I do to you? I didn't do anything. And oh, like, I, thought just, you didn't, I thought you didn't like Kansas. <laughs> I thought we didn't think about you guys. Um, uh, whatever. You, you know what's a you know what's a bad look going to In and Out when you're in the capital of Whataburger. Well, I went to both because I wanted to do the like the taste the side by side taste test because you know there's Whataburgers literally everywhere. Um, well, I'll say this right now on this podcast, In and Out stinks. Um, yeah, I think Whataburger's it's bad. way better. Whataburger's, Whataburger's are better. incredibly better. Um, their fries are awful. Um, the burgers aren't even close to what Whataburgers are, and having those in Kansas City too are incredible. That's part of the problem too. Is like I have them a couple in Kansas City, so it's just like. Gotcha. I, heard oh, they're one in, I heard they're putting one in Como. Rumor has it, Whataburger to uh, Como. Patrick Mahomes uh, doing work. I'll tell you what, life, that is life changing news. I, I'm yeah. gonna need a minute. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so here's another thing that kind of confuses me though about the Kansas thing too. At what point do you look at it and say, oh, "But you've dodged Missouri for ten years." Uh, you know, I don't, I do think that Missouri's tried to play them and then that's how we finally got them on the schedule. And a lot of people don't know that too. Mizzou fans do and Kansas fans do, but like outside of Mizzou and Kansas, they don't know that we have four games over eight years coming up. They just think, oh, well now you're scared to play them whenever they're literally on our schedule. So, I mean, how, I mean, when do you kind of look at that and be like, you can't really use that excuse when you haven't wanted to play us since we left. I think it's fair. I think it, I think it's very fair, and I think I said this to somebody on Twitter, of like, well, Kansas fans need to remember that they dodged us when when Bill said that he didn't want to play Kansas, they dodged us, and I said, and Mizzou fans had every right to go after Kansas and obliterate them and drag them on the timeline. Kansas fans, right now, I, I said it. The Kansas fans have every right to go after Missouri and obliterate us on the timeline. It's you do if you're going to dish it out, especially in this scenario, you've got to take it. I understand that the Kansas has done the dodging for most of it, but it it's not a great look for Missouri to be like, well, you guys used to, you guys did do this. But Kansas it's in an interview. Kansas it's in an interview. Like it's that's it's fair. quote it's quoted by Bill Self. This is something that's speculation. And kind of, oh, a little different. Can can I just quote Eli Drinkwitz here? Yes. Twitter ain't real life. Like, oh, everybody's getting so hyped up about this on Twitter and on my message board. There's a whole world out there. It, like, honestly, something will happen by Tuesday that everybody's going to move on from this. It, it's really not that bad. Like, it's a story for a few days. And I think I, that's about it. My favorite thing is I saw somebody uh, credit your message boards as a source for them. Um, they said uh, the power Mizzou message board said that this was made up. So I was like, <laughs> you cracked the cakes. Good job. I, well, Good work. I, I got bad news for you guys. <laughs> Literally anybody can post anything they want. To <laughs> like we, we got no editorial review board for Johnny cakes 12 on, on power. Mizzou. I, I saw that tweet and I just couldn't, I, this is one of those. I was like, I needed this today. I needed to laugh today, um, giving the Mizzou, Power Mizzou message boards the uh, source. <sighs> it's better than like a tiger. It. It's better than like a tiger board source. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Yeah. About, yeah, about nine ninety. About nine ninety five a month. Better. <laughs> so I was I trying to say, find... Gabe, I I do really like your. You put out that article today. Your ten thoughts for Monday morning. And if people haven't read it yet, it's a really good article. I appreciate it. We're we'll I, I think we'll save most of that for the basketball show. Like yeah. That'll be fun. 
Yeah. So we are planning on doing another. Uh, if, you, if you were 31 minutes into this podcast and missed what I said at the beginning about us doing another podcast about basketball, we're going to do another podcast about basketball just because there's so much football to talk. And there's a lot of basketball to talk. And if we tried to put both of those together into one episode, it would be probably two and a half, three hours long. Um, I don't think we're going to go an hour and a half. Nobody wants that. But nope. nobody wants that. I don't want to sit here for an hour and a half or three hours. Um, but I was trying to find because I tweeted out some bull projections before um, just kind of uh, what you call it, a compilation of different people's different sources, bull projections. There were only two that had Missouri and Kansas in it. And it was Brett McMurphy. This is when he did have Missouri and Kansas in it before he got the source. And um, I believe it's the athletic uh, had it had Missouri yeah. and Kansas. But like, as you mentioned, Maggie, CBS, ESPN, um, I think 24 seven, there's a, there's a bunch of them who do the bull projections. Sports Illustrated even too did not have that matchup. Um, so it's interesting. Uh, we'll have to see Mizzou taking on Wake Forest in the Gasparilla Bowl. Uh, also, a really another interesting, a very interesting bowl out of nowhere is now the uh, Wasabi Fenway Bowl, where uh, Louisville takes yeah. on Cincinnati, where Louisville's head coach is going to be the Cincinnati head coach next year. Um, which sideline will he be on? We don't know. Um, uh, that'll be. I think he should watch. switch at halftime. Like he Ooh. should coach both teams, and whichever team wins that half by more wins the title. Was this they a fake the, thing on Twitter? Did you see that Wasabi. they? Did you see that they posted the field and like this? They're on the same sideline. Did you see that? Well, no, that might it, make sense if, if they're playing in Fenway. Real. That might make sense. I think they're no, on the same sidelines. You'll have to look it up. So he could I, just stand like right in the middle. He could be like all-time <laughs> quarterback. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. it's in there. If I can find it, I'll send it to you. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, I remember the, I there was a game played earlier this college football season. I think it was at like I don't call it Globe Life anymore. I think it's called Choctaw Field. It used to be where the Rangers played, um, but they were on the same sideline. Both teams were on the same sideline just because it was a baseball field and you didn't have enough room on both yeah. sides to put them on there. But it being at Fenway Park. It's a very real possibility that that field's not the biggest. I don't I don't like playing football games in baseball stadiums, bowl games like pinstripe bowl. Same way. Don't like that. Um, Fenway had to get in on the action. Look, um, as long as these bowl games are getting dumber and dumber, like we should do fun stuff with them. Like, you know, like if one quarterback opts out, then the other team's quarterback just plays for both teams. And, and like if you play in the Fenway bowl, like in overtime, you just have a home run derby over the green monster. We should do things like this. I mean, playing a, a football game at Fenway is probably pretty cool. I mean, I know yeah. the Pinstripe Bowl is kind of whatever. And, like, I feel like people are over that. But, I mean, I think the Fenway one's pretty cool. Play football next to the Green Monster. I like it. Missouri really didn't have any. I'm looking at the bowl games again. Missouri didn't have a whole crop of options pre-Christmas. You're, t- you're talking about literally Gasparilla. In Vegas. Uh, Las Vegas. In Vegas and like mm-hmm. that was it. it. Yeah. Do they have a rule about you can't go to the same bowl game two years in a row? Is that a rule? It's not a rule, but they generally avoid it's it courtesy. as much as possible. Yeah. Because the kids don't want the same trip, fans don't want the same trip, and the bowls don't want the same team. So that's all fair. Two and a half point favorites, Wake Forest but, is. Um I did I did like that Drink said if it was his choice, he would pick like a the national title game. You know, you said <laughs> one of the games that the Big 12 and the SEC could play in was the Sugar Bowl. Missouri should have just put that down. <laughs> we want the Sugar Bowl and just see, hey, maybe maybe somebody yeah. will make a mistake. Maybe we get in the Sugar Bowl. I mean, please, no. I don't want to play K-State again. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't deal with two. I don't lose by 30-something points again. Oh, they were only favored by five and a half in that game. They're, they must be baking in some uh, opt-outs into that line. They're baking. Look, the Alabama. Only yeah. one thing matters in bowl games. Who cares? Kansas State's going to care about that game. 100%. Alabama's going to want to be in the playoff. I mean, Alabama got its ass beat by Utah in the Sugar Bowl a while ago. I think Oklahoma killed them in one, too. And, like, the, you know, Missouri got just – they've lost to Army and Navy. You know, they, they're <laughs> – they Love they're, the troops. They're, <laughs> what they're really trying to avoid is Air Force in a bowl game. You know? Air Force – Kind of salty. Um, they're in. Uh, I saw they were in a bowl game when I was scrolling through these uh, with Baylor in the Armed Forces Bowl. Would you look at that? Touch the bullet go. there. Um, no pun intended. In the Armed Forces, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's 
this uh, this uh, this topic, Mizzou and the bowl game, has just really fired me up over the past recent weeks. Um, I'm sure it's fired a lot of people listening up too. It's not never fun when you have your biggest rival dogging on you. That's not very fun. Um, but it's also okay to say um, maybe not everything is what it yeah. seems. Well, hey, Wake Forest, like all I want in a bowl game is like power five team that you don't get to see a lot, right? Like the worst yeah. case scenario would have been playing Oklahoma State for the third time in eight years. Oh. I got no interest in that, you yeah. know? So, hey, at least it's something different, um, you know. Wake Forest like fans are excited to play us too. Are they? I mean, I've, I've had some Wake Forest fans, which not going to be rude, but I <laughs> didn't know there were that many, um, kind of reach out to yeah. me and be and be like, it's on, Tigers and Demon Deacons. So, I mean, it's cool to play a team we've never played. So, like, there's yeah. going to be a lot of black and gold. It'll look like there's a lot of Mizzou fans there. It's a, um, it's a power five <laughs> team. I mean, Wake's yeah. favored by a point and a half. If you lose, it's not like this. Oh my God, we got to spend the whole season talking about how we lost to Army or Kansas or whatever. Is what it is. It's a respectable loss. Yeah. Um, go ahead and set your standards. Um, no, I think that it, it could be interesting to see who opt out, who doesn't. Uh, Sam Hartman, as I mentioned uh, already on the show, good quarterback. I think he's a really good quarterback. Uh, didn't have the year this year that he had last year. I think I just saw he had a the injury in his uh, in the preseason and the offseason was a blood clot. Uh, yeah, they weren't sure he was going to be able to play this year. Right. So he he did get medically cleared. I don't I don't think he played for the first game. Might have been he might have missed the first two. Yeah. Um but he came and played against Clemson, I believe, and they took Clemson to overtime, played Clemson close. Now we know that Clemson not who we uh thought Clemson was gonna be. DJU transferring Clemson to Mizzou Pipeline. Is it still alive and well? Let's fire that sucker back up. I'm not sure Sam Hartman plays in this game, by the way. That's fair. Just saying. How old is he? Um, well, he could go pro. I've also seen a lot of people that for some reason expect him to be Florida's quarterback next year. Yeah. Cause so, AR will not be. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens. The portal has kind of gone crazy in terms of uh, transfer quarterbacks. You had the NC state quarterback yeah. transfer, um, Michigan's quarterback transferred and committed to a school before the yeah, transfer Iowa. portal even opened. Um, yeah. which well, was he was a grad world. transfer. So it was, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he could do that. Uh, Boston College's quarterback is already committed to Pitt. You know, Pitt's quarterback is already in the portal. So Spencer Sanders from Oklahoma State in the portal. That dude's been there forever, too. He has um, been. He's on his 19th year. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if uh, Zoo goes after a quarterback. That could be interesting. There's a lot of good ones in the portal. I don't, don't know if I would fault them for going after a transfer quarterback, even though we spent yeah. the whole year asking for Sam Horn. If they get a competent transfer quarterback, I wouldn't would not be opposed to it. I'll say that. What will that mean? What will that mean if we get a if we get a quarterback in? I think it means they don't know for sure that Sam Horn is the guy. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I already know what my whole offseason is going to be if they do go after a quarterback. <laughs> it's going to be Missouri fans trying to convince me, don't worry, they're just trying to bring in a guy to to give water bottles to the other guys in practice and to, <laughs> t- to make sure they know how to tie their shoes and everything. Um, I, my personal opinion is if they get a transfer, it tells me it doesn't tell me they that Sam Horn's going to suck. It just tells me they don't know for sure. You know, that they're not yeah. sold, that he can be the guy next year. And look, I, I'm i not so I mean, I don't know. I didn't. I saw him play six I snaps. No I have no idea if he's good or not. Right. So that's why I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate bringing in another guy just because yeah. I haven't seen anything. And that's like kind of frustrating. It, it's hard, though. At, I mean, it's so hard at that position because you got to weigh, well, if we bring in a transfer, what's Brady do? Does he stick around? Or is he gone and now are we transferring Sam Horn into true? Fr- I, I mean, it's really hard to manage, but every team in the country has to manage it. You know, it's the absolutely. Way it is. It's become a huge part of, you know, just college football in general. You have to build your rosters basically around transfers. Um, it's the reason Mizzou's defense, I tweeted this out earlier today, is the reason why Mizzou's defense was so good was 
because of the transfer portal. And the, the tweet I was replying to basically was like, hey, you look at the two teams that decided not to go into the transfer portal. I think it was Clemson was the big one, especially. They didn't do much in the transfer portal. They couldn't compete this year with the, with the top four. So it's becoming a large part of, of how to build rosters in college <coughs> football. And whether it's fair or it's not, it's becoming a, it's becoming a huge part. Another part, you know, obviously, of building rosters. All of this is happening at the same time, which um, is kind of crazy. The early signing day, I believe, is the 21st, right, um, of yeah. December. Um, Marvin Burks, Mizzou did just flip him from Ole Miss. There is some, uh, There was some co- coaching turmoil going on there uh, with Lane Kiffin if Lane was going to go to Auburn. And I think he was rumored one other place, too, uh, to go. But it, it's, I think he signed an extension ultimately. Yeah. But uh, getting a flip, uh, Marvin Burke's safety from Cardinal Ritter, um, 6'2", 190. Uh, big flip for Drake I, I enjoyed, by the way, that Luther Burden was the one that broke that news on Twitter. He did. <laughs> that was wild. He said flipness or something like that, I think is what he said. Yeah. Which I mean, so. it's that one. You kind of had it in the in the right. arsenal yes. for a while. It I mean, was unsurprising. Uh, we have had a story that Marvin Burks <laughs> commits to Missouri, written for since before he committed to Ole Miss. So yeah, yeah. I had my Ole Miss friend text me like two weeks ago, and she goes, "Or no, she texted me right after Love It went into the portal, or said he was going to go into the portal," and she goes. That makes you feel any better. Marvin Burks is probably going to come to Missouri. I'm like, oh, I guess that makes me feel a little bit better. But I mean, yeah, and that was like a week and a half ago. Or two hey, there's ago. there's still 16 days left till signing day. That is true. Marvin could go a couple other places. Who knows? <laughs> there's uh, I'm sure that's how Kansas State fans feel about Joshua Manning. Uh, there, yeah. every Kansas State person is just like, oh yeah, we're gonna flip Josh Manning. It's just like. No yeah. matter how many things he posts on his Instagram yeah. or how many people he follows on Twitter, <laughs> Mizzou fancy yep. follows on Twitter, they yep. never give up that hope. But you never know. I'm going to, I'm going to refrain from any K State talk um, because I mean, uh, my mom. This told is me kind of this is kind of the wrong week to uh, take it is. shots at K State fans. It really Good is. Thing. It really is. Shout out K State winning the Big Twelve. Um, I'm going to preemptively congratulate them on beating uh, the shell of an Alabama team in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, they won't let us forget that one, just like they don't let us forget that they beat LSU's fourth-string wide receiver at quarterback um, last season in a bowl game. Yeah, because there's no way Bryce Young plays, right? Zero chance. I don't know. That'll be interesting. It will be interesting. I don't, I don't know. I saw their backup <laughs> quarterback. That ain't good. Alabama's backup quarterback. Yeah, he played in whatever game Bryce Young got kind of banged up in. Uh, oh, K State yeah. will win if Bryce Young doesn't play for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back later in the week with a uh, basketball preview. I hesitate to call it a preview. It'll be a preview, but we're going to talk a lot about basketball just in general on that show. So can we can we just do this real quick before we stop yeah. this as kind of a teaser for the the basketball? Like, give me your one MU. Like, what's the one MUKU moment for you guys? What's the oh, favorite one? Zaire Taylor's shot. I was at yeah. Mizzou. Um, uh, they stormed the court. I mean, that's like my moment. That's the one that I'll remember because I remember being there and seeing the shot go up and seeing the ball go in. So yeah, that's mine. Was that the? Was that in what year was that? That was 2000 and it wasn't 2012. It was 2009. It was spring of 2009. That's right. 2012 was Denman. Okay. That's what I was going to say. You said Zaire Taylor. I was like, wait a second. Are we going to say the same thing? And then I had to corroborate (laughs) with my sources, AKA the internet real quick on what I was thinking of. Um, But no, this is a 2012 one at home. Um, but honestly, the first thing that comes up when I think about Mizzou KU basketball is just the absolute hack um, in Allen Fieldhouse. And Phil Pressy was absolutely yeah. fouled. <laughs> I don't think that's your favorite moment, though. No, no, it's not. But it's just the first one that comes to my mind of thinking about, like, man, we really could have swept KU going into the SEC and not playing them for the next, I don't know how long it was, 10, 12 years. Um, yeah. And you could have swept them and hold the held that over their head. I still have my 2012 uh, Big 12 Championship basketball shirt that I wear every now and again. Um, just to the be gold like, hey, one? We, yeah. And it was, not, it was always fun to say that uh, before, I think it was actually before last year, that Mizzou had won a Big 12 tournament before since like 
sooner than Kansas had, um, which was always very fun to hold it, hold out on in front of them. But yeah, I think it was it's the Phil Pressy shot. Um, is what the one that my favorite is. Yeah, yeah, my. I mean, I've got so many, but my the one I always remember is Corey Tate, and yeah, I was a junior at Mizzou, and I was working for KMU in that game that he beat him in double overtime, and it was it was KU's only loss of the season, um, and they went in as the basically what would be the number one overall seed, and then Miles Simon and and uh, you know Mike Bibby beat them in in the sweet 16 and that was their second loss of the season i think they finished 33 and 2 or something and the next day after that arizona loss i was uh volunteering working the high school basketball championships at the hearn center and jaron and kareem rush were playing for pembroke hill and roy was in the stands recruiting because they had lost the night before so he was in the stands at hearn center the day after that arizona loss and literally the biggest regret of my life is that i because i remember the kansas city star that day had a headline about this big it said march sadness uh after the lost arizona and the biggest regret I think I've maybe ever had is that I didn't have the balls to get a copy of it and ask Roy to sign it. <laughs> Cause I really oh. thought about it and wanted to, yeah. but I just didn't have the guts to do it. That would have been epic. It would have been. Yeah. But you know. I don't associate Roy Williams in my head with Kansas just because of, you know, my age. And I only know Roy Williams at North Carolina. Oh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah. Roy, Roy Williams gave the the greatest uh, denial on his way out the door that any coach has ever given. Just uh, just YouTube Roy Williams, Bonnie Bernstein, North Carolina. Yo, there's Georgia. your homework. There's your homework before we <laughs> before we uh, convene uh, later this week for a Missouri Kansas uh, basketball reunion back at Mizzou Arena. Um, good to be. Uh, we did a show last year in like Lawrence, and I had to watch that game in Lawrence, and that was the first time I'd ever been to Lawrence. It was and awesome. I was already. I told myself I'd never step foot in that place, um, but I did. I broke a vow. You, um, if you like college basketball, you are doing yourself a disservice if you have never gone to an MUKU basketball game in Allen Fieldhouse. So there's two. Are they? Last question before I go. Are, do, do they have it in the contract to play after this year? How long is this contract, or is yeah. it just like a, a home and home? It's a six-year deal: two at Mizzou, two in Columbia, or two in Lawrence, two in Kansas City. The first Ooh. one was supposed to be in Kansas City two years ago, but that was the COVID year, so it got it basically got put at the end. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't. I was unaware of that deal, but I'm glad it's not like the football where it's just like one home, one away, right. and that's yeah. it. Um, which they got to do better on that. I think with they have four. Both, there's one. There's two both. homes and two ways, Yeah. The case state is also just one also one, yeah. yeah one in does. Memphis. There's one in Memphis, by the way. <laughs> Brett McMurphy reported it. R- rumor has it. Full full circle. How incredible! How incredible! <laughs> Neutral site in Memphis. Um, just to get at, just to get after him. All right. I wouldn't put a past drink, honestly. Would not. Yeah. Not gonna put a lot of past time. But thank you for listening to the, today's episode of Mizzou. That's who we'll be back later in the week with a basketball episode, as I've mentioned, forty-three. I think now that was forty-four uh, <laughs> times on this podcast. So uh, we'll be back talking to you next or next later this week. Sorry, this is the first time I've done this. So uh, we'll talk to you guys. Later. <laughs>